Small Talk with Dave Gardner. This week in FST, Portsmouth beat a disastrous Liverpool. Manchester United slip up at the cottage. Arsenal and Villa close the gap. And Mark Hughes says goodbye with a winner. So, and welcome, Paul, to a, a very festive FST today. The uh, yeah. JW Towers have never been more Christmassy. Examages um, and quavers. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I, I put a spread on <laughs> for my staff, all right? Um, we'll talk about Mark Hughes in the debate. Um, yeah. Let's go straight to the match on match, though. Um, I mean, for me, this showed why, why Hughes was basically was basically sacked in the first place. It, it was basically the, the tale of two cities, if you like. Uh, <laughs> uh, Defence and up front. I mean, up front again, four goals. Bellamy, absolutely brilliant. Tevez playing well. Adewayo, she should be getting off the pitch. Never let him play again. He didn't even play in that one, I tell you. But yeah. against Tottenham, he was rubbish. Yeah. But um, defence-wise, yeah, same old problems. I mean, the, the defence is a joke. Lescott, Torre, they're, they're awful. Just all of them. Bridges, confidence battered. He didn't get in the England squad for the World Cup any chance. I mean, um, and that's what I said as well. I mentioned um, uh, one of our posters, Ian Montrose, turned around and said, you know, was it the fault of the defence? You know, they're, they're not bad defenders. They've just got no confidence whatsoever. They've got a lot of pressure on them because of the money that's been spent on them. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing, though. You expect individual players to bring a bit of flair to a game, like Wayne Rooney. You expect him to do something for Man United. He didn't at the weekend, but, you know, you expect that individual brilliance. It's mm-hmm. the same as a defence. Too expect... many individuals, though. Well, true. I mean, for Chelsea, you expect Ashley Cole to be able to go down the left wing and, you know, chase back a striker or something like that. Man City don't seem to have that sort of, um, I'd say, confidence in their player. You don't expect Torre to be to be there in every free kick or every head, uh, you know, winning every head, the same with Lescott. But... I mean, Rubinho, leave him, do you reckon? Can Mancini well, turn it around? Apparently Mancini mm-hmm. wants him to be the, the star man there. But to be honest with you, I think they've got enough quality there to... Why are footballers so much babies? I mean, he's got potential to be the best player on, on the planet. Yeah. And that's the way he treats his body, so, his football. You know, so just... we were talking about the other day. He, he, Man City, he plays like he does, but I bet you he'll go to the World Cup and have an absolute blinder for mm-hmm. Brazil. It just mm-hmm. shows you where his priorities lie. Man mm-hmm. City's his bank and Brazil's his passion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Sunderland, not doing very well. They're mm. actually the worst form at the moment uh, in the league. And... Uh, Worrying times because I, I don't know where they're going to get the results from. They've actually got their squad back, Catmull's yeah. back, and everything. And, um, I don't know where they're going to get the results back. So he needs to definitely get get a win at some well, point. Again, score three goals away from home and not win is pretty disastrous. I mean, Jones, uh, Kevin Jones, on four, getting a good head up. But yeah, I've, I've been the same with you. I think uh, there could be a bit of trouble there, for Steve Bruce. And uh, <clears throat> not so much. Uh, I like to put across not so much an upset, but Portsmouth beating Liverpool. It was quite a shock when you saw the result, but then when you actually saw Liverpool play... Two maybe, great finishes from Portsmouth. Maybe, oh, unbelievable. The first one was just unbelievable. to rock it. Um, but just made me think, uh, these two teams placed to the wrong end of the table. Mm. <laughs> Should Liverpool be playing at the bottom of the table, well, really, you know? They look like a team with, I don't know, just no belief, no passion, no quality... I mean, Torres and Gerrard usually connect with each other, and there's no, no buzz whatsoever. There was just yeah, there was just nothing there. I mean, Torres looks frustrated. I mean, I think it's a similar case as you brought up with Robinho. You know, is he going to stay there? Does he want to be in a mid-table team where he's injured all the time and not scoring any goals? I mean, they, they, this is the thing with Torres. Torres is apparently a, a man who has got a lot of pride and 
you know, a lot of respect for Liverpool and the whole, I'll, I'll stay here to the drop and that, whatever sort of thing. But it kind of makes you think, well, this is Liverpool's problem. They live on their past. So they've got this plan and said, look, you could be the man here. You could be up there with the Shankleys, the Dalglishes and stuff like this. It's kind of like, I think you should get away with that. Maybe do something with the now. You know, create new legends, not become part of the old. Um, and I think that's the problem with Liverpool. And, you know, Benitez hasn't got... I think at the end of the day, in that game, Portsmouth had more places to play for. Liverpool were just, you know, maybe we well, they've got week, stuff Portsmouth to play for, been but playing not, well. Yeah, Portsmouth could have got something against Chelsea. They didn't. Well, they didn't get what they deserved. But I'll put this to you: Benitez has now lost seven games this season in the league. Uh-huh. Mark Hughes lost two, mm. <laughs> and he got sacked. And he's building a team. What's Benitez doing? You know, yeah, it's worrying times because they can't afford to get rid of him. Apparently, I personally think he should just walk and do everyone a favour. They did let him walk alone, but you know, but he should just walk and just they won't have to pay him. He'll go into another job, he'll be fine, he can get into another job. Um, but people are saying, Oh, who are you going to bring in and that sort of thing? Well, that's another problem, don't but maybe get rid of the other problem before you can, you don't even get a chance to get into I think the, the Champions problem League. Probably finding a new manager that lives up to the club and that'd be the problem. Maybe they're just hoping something a miracle will happen, but I think it's not going to. Douglas. Not a, not a good one for you, mate. Uh, I'll leave this one to you. So, Fulham, yeah. I mean, I actually predicted that this was going to be a draw because I just knew it would be a tough game for you guys because mm. it's more the, the craving cottage aspect, not so much, you know... And, and play Fulham really well. played a, you know, had a tough European game midweek. Mm-hmm. I think it just comes down to Fulham were good on the ball. We weren't good on or off of it. Well, Defence was... Well, makeshift defence was... Why did you put three at the back, though? Yeah, I don't know. And, and ever on the left wing. I'm a bit confused. I think he must have thought that he could come up and down the wing. But against um, a very well-organised Fulham team, all season have played like that. Mm-hmm. Why, why would you do that? You might as well at least stick four at the back. At least have four at the back to, to, to stop the rut. I mean, man, you're not losing 3-0. I mean, that's, I haven't seen that for <laughs> a while. A, it's, um, I don't know. I mean, delay... delay um, Carrick and Fletcher as your defence. Immediately when you see the team sheet and you see you put three at the back, it was, it was just immediately you fear for it. I mean, Zamora's on fire. I mean, to be fair, I'm not going to take anything away from this from Fulham. I know Hodgson said at the end, you know, we played a weakened Man United side. But at the end of the day, we had our sort of... They took full advantage of any mistakes that came we across. Had, we had our strongest strike force on and that's where you win games with goals, you know. It's, uh, you know, we just, we didn't... Create anything really? No, I no, think you said Owen was just—it's a disaster. I think it was, I, read, I was listening to another pod, and someone turned and said, "Look, can we now just finally shut the whole England yeah. and Michael Owen thing up because he was a disaster that game?" And I think I think he's right. I think yeah, Christ, what's, what's all that and, about? And Rooney was completely out of the game, wasn't he? he just wasn't in it. Yeah, um, yeah. Murphy, Duff, Zamora, all playing well at the moment for him as well, and you know, fair, fair play to him. I think. I think that, since Ireland went out of the World Cup, Duff's really stepped up. Yeah, but really he, done well. he's still not smiling, though. I was able to get hold of uh, Gary for um, uh, Arsenal and Villa, and this is what we had to say. Hello, Gary. How are you? I'm good, Dave. How are you doing? Yeah, good. How's the festive joy? I'm loving it, mate. Birmingham is glistening. Yeah. Is it white all over there? Uh, no, actually. It's just very icy, and everyone keeps falling over, but there's very little snow. The joy of watching people fall over. Yeah, or trying myself, not to fall great. over. That's what I like. Yeah, <laughs> people who try hard Definitely. not to fall over. Um, <laughs> so let's talk Arsenal and Villa. Um, they obviously meet at the weekend, so I'll get your prediction at the weekend. Um, 
tell me about Villa. What what are your thoughts on there? Yeah, I mean we're we're rocking it at the moment, aren't we? Last mm-hmm. won the last four games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously not as good as the scumbags blue noses down the road, but um, you know we did, we haven't you're played some of the, the really tough teams that they've played like Fulham and West Ham. You're actually um, top of the four. So now. yeah, we've got four wins on the trot and we're right up there. And um, yeah, we just got to keep plugging away and just uh, stay up there with the rest of the guys who are uh, getting performances because Man City, I guess, might actually start doing something properly and not just drawing every game. So it'll be interesting. So do you think that obviously the European factor, the fact that you're not in Europe? Has helped. I definitely think last year it was a hindrance to you. This yeah. year it seems to, you know, your team playing for one thing really, which is to get a top four position. And the FA Cup and the Carlin Cup. Mm, but okay. yeah, yeah, it's a much much stronger squad than we had um, previous seasons. You know, uh, Fabian Delph, man, he's 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 not getting a game and he's absolutely brilliant, and that shows the sort of quality that we've got on the bench all the time mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it just bodes well. I think if we're in Europe still, then we could give it a good go, but we're probably doing so well at the moment because we're not, and they're getting a decent rest in between games. I, I I'm saying that I think you look good for third or fourth. Okay, I don't think you need to get first or second. I think yeah. that's maybe next year if you can carry on and you get in Europe and the money comes through, brilliant. Um, but I definitely think that if any team wants to be fourth in the league, they're going to have to be above you. As simple as that. Well, that's, that's good. That's good to hear that. It's mm-hmm. good to hear that from a neutral because, I mean, as, as a Villa fan, we, and speaking on the half of the collective, we don't really get our hopes up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we haven't done for the last sort of 10, 20 years, I, I guess. I can't see where you're going to fail. Your defence is very strong and very organised. And O'Neill's got that... He's got a mentality in you guys that's working really well. Yeah, no, they, they, there's a fantastic uh, atmosphere in the dressing room, I believe, and you know, and they all get on really well, and they're all working hard for each other. We've just got to make sure we keep everybody fit and make sure Milner keeps scoring amazing goals. <laughs> well, I must admit, Peru uh, went up to uh, maybe legend level at the weekend um, with the interesting story that when he scored, he obviously knocked over the corner flag and hit a, uh, hit a spectator. Yeah. Uh, which uh, he actually went over after the celebration and went and said sorry. You know, to, what great, great, great guy to do that. But what I saw yeah. afterwards when it matched the day when they did the actual um, the the interview with him, they then yeah. shoot him taking his shirt off and giving the shirt to him. Yeah, and I just see, thought that is the nicest touch. It's the, probably the best thing I've seen in football by a player to you know the fans this year. I mean, that it's it's very heartwarming. By yours, you know, to the Arsenal fans, that looks amazing. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you, you won't have been fortunate enough to see the sort of coverage on the, the Midlands TV of the uh, the family that he, he kicked the, the corner flag at. But, um, yeah, the, the young kid held up the shirt and did a really bad job of answering and interviewing his questions. Um, but they were absolutely made up. And, yeah, no, it's great. It's great to see him do that. And it's just, you know, the Villa fans just can't get enough of this guy. No, that's really good. I mean, I just... I think... Um... This is the thing. I, I don't actually mind Villa. Do you know what I mean? I, if it was Liverpool yeah. in this position, I'd be like, I can't stand Liverpool. Rah, 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 rah. And, you know, but out of all the teams in that, apart from obviously my team that I love, they, they seem right there for me. I'm quite happy. I'd be happy for them to become third or fourth. And, you know, in the top four, the new top four, should we say, I'd like it to be them. I think O'Neill's got it sort of. No, fair play to Mr. Hansen, actually, because um, two years ago, he said straight away on match of the day, he will get them to top four. 
Right. And okay. sometimes I don't really believe in Anton. I think he's the right arse yeah. for Arsenal. But even I had to turn around and give him plaudits for that one because that's that's a good call and that's that's Martin O'Neill for you. He's, he's yeah, very good. Cool. My only worry is if Benitez goes. All right. Obviously, uh, with Liverpool, yeah. I'm not saying the money's there or anything like that. But if he goes, or even at the end of the season, the Mancini hasn't even got him Man City all the way up. Someone comes looking for him. Where does his loyalty stay? You know. So hopefully, yeah, uh, I mean, hopefully he'll stay. Yeah. Hopefully he'll stay. You know. Actually, he can make Aston Villa a lot bigger than they probably are bigger than Celtic. To tell you the truth, it's a totally different league. So. It'll be interesting because he must be on a lot of teams wanted lists, definitely. Yeah, but definitely. that whole piece about other fans not minding us, I think that's generally down to them doing the British thing and not yeah, getting in a load of prima donnas and that. So. Yeah, I think you're right there. So, good, good. So, the other team, obviously in the mix here now, with, with you know, all of us going for the championship, should we say. But uh, Arsenal, you know, obviously drawn against Burnley after beating Liverpool and then, and then beating yeah. Hull. Look, they're, they're, they're grinding out victory, something very rare for Arsenal. You know, they're doing this without... They did that one without uh, Fabregas at the weekend. They've, they've had no VP, they've had no Bentner. Who I think is a lot of people... I think we miss Bentner. I think we need the... Um, with the amount of crosses we're trying to throw in, we actually do miss yeah. Bentner. Um, but... Never thought I'd ever hear the day you said that. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, I didn't, you know... I mean, there was always something about Bentner that he had these moments in games when he was away from Adibu or that he actually liked... Play, you know I mean? He actually felt like yeah. he doing it, but he actually he actually goes up the headers. He he work he works. You know what I mean? It never feels yeah, like yeah. you know he makes mistakes. Don't get me wrong, but that's just his ability. <laughs> do, do you see what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't feel like he's making mistakes because he can't be asked. I think that yeah, he's a, he's a tryhard. He's a Dirk. You're, he's your Dirk. He's my he? Dirk, but a lot better <laughs> <Yeah>. looking. <laughs> if he was a film, he wouldn't be the Goonies like Dirk. He's something else. <laughs> All right, but. But yeah, and I, th- I think um, maybe if Bentley comes back, it'll add a different dimension to the game. What happens yeah. this week end, I don't know. It's a very, very. I mean, I'm, I'm actually my prediction for the weekend is a draw. Um, really? Yeah, I, I, I normally go all out. The first time of the season, I've turned around and said it will be a draw. Um, but I, I, I think we'd be happy to come out of a draw because we'll be game in hand with you. We'll be level on points still. Goal difference is better. We've, that we'd come out better than that, but you guys would come out better as well because you've, you've managed to play us and not beaten us, but done very well. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've, heard, I've spoken to some Arsenal guys and they've all turned around and said they think we're going to lose. So really? it's on the cards. Yeah, it's on the cards, but you know, a lot of people would have thought that Harlem Burnley might have done us to tell you the truth. And a lot of people thought Liverpool would, but yeah. surprised a few people with those results. And uh, I think if we can... You know, I think you might be more interested in Liverpool, which I'm more interested in you guys playing Liverpool next in during next week. Because that will actually think put yourselves at a lot. You'll be about 10 points clear of them. Yeah, that would do us a massive favour and it would give us a, a, another incredible confidence boost. I think the thing with the Villa players at the moment is they're, they're playing with absolutely no fear mm-hmm. because of some of the wins that we've got this season. And that is fantastic until we go to the likes of your lot and potentially go a goal or two down, and then that confidence is evaporated, you know, within however many minutes, and we could see a completely different side on the pitch. And could you lose this game and still carry on? I think you could. I think, I think losing against Arsenal wouldn't be such a bad thing if Arsenal get into their stride. If you, I think, if you lose a grinding out victory against us, then mm. that might that might knock your confidence because that's what I expect from people like you know your Duns and that are really gonna. 
fight yeah. for the positions and stuff like that. They're going to get for every head of it. So if you lose a grinding game against Arsenal, that's where you kind of think, fuck, that's what we should be doing. Do you know what we should be winning then? Yeah. If you get passed off the pitch for the game, didn't get many crosses in, fair play, take it on the chin. I think yeah. you guys beating Liverpool would be more would be better than if you beat Arsenal. Because I think, you you know, you beat us, she's three points ahead of us. We've got a game in hand. Is that yeah. sense that Arsenal can always do it near the end of the season, should we say, you know? Liverpool, though, is a different game. I think you're, you need to get rid of Liverpool instead of Tottenham will slip up. I don't think Man City will be strong enough. Liverpool yeah. might not do it, but if you can get yourselves 10 points clear before the new year, oh, I mean, that would great. be a bit exciting. That would be great. It? That would be absolutely great. Yeah. You know, so you'd have to then lose four games to lose, to lose that momentum. They'd have to win four to do that. Yeah, the only problem is we have got that from last season where we went on a our end of season streak of only winning two games in 13 after having a very good season up until but that point. So fatigue, that's what I thought it was. And this year, you wouldn't yeah. have that fatigue. So. Fatigue in a very small squad. So, yeah, it's different this time around. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Definitely brilliant. So in other results, you know, Tottenham. Thrashing Man City the other day, I think that's pretty much what cost Marcuse's job. Yeah. Um, and um, then going on to beat Blackburn, so six points, you yeah. know, pretty pretty good for them really. I, I think uh, keeping the pressure on that 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 top four position, top three, you know, not whatever bad. it is. So uh, not 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 too bad. Not and, bad um, from Crouch either. Though. No, just uh, good, maybe you know, good, is this staking. is this him on a way, on his way? You know, I think. Well. Um, West Ham beating, uh, drawing with Chelsea. I thought that was a great, great result for great them. Great result for you, anyway. Yeah, well, I just uh, and I also feel, you know, how many blooming, uh, how many, how many um, penalties are Chelsea going to get this year? It yeah. seem a bit kind of uh, that's like the fourth one now. And that was a, well, I mean, from the official looking at it in full speed, it does look like it's brought him down, but he's clearly got the ball there, and it's just hard it's, it's, West it's football, Ham, really, it's it? one of those things, yeah. And uh, but you know, if West Ham can have that fight. You know they had no dire that game as well, sort of thing. But if they can keep, if they can keep that fight, they, they might be able to. You know, they might go up. I think they, you know, stay up there, sort of thing. I, I, but they're they're just lucky that everyone else around them is either doing good or bad. You know, and it's all very inconsistent. Yeah. Um, and obviously Wolves beating Burnley, which is very interesting, considering the fact they went up there with a reserve team to think. Well, that's a has it has it has that changed people's views on the fact that McCarthy took a reserve well, team to United, or is it? I think to to the uh, not to the fans of Wolves maybe, but to the pundits and everyone like that, they've all said, yeah, you know, he was right to do it. Well, you know, at the end well, of the day, paid to go to Wolves versus Man United. Exactly. That I think that was the that was the way to look at it. You know, I'd I'd be pretty pissed off if I took a team all the way up there and it was um just a uh, oh you're gonna go and watch your team get smashed. Stop. Do you think he'll um, do you think he'll do it against Liverpool now? He's got Liverpool next. No, I think their confidence up. I think they'll do it. <laughs> and I think they want. It. I tell you what. Aston Villa will be hoping for that because mm. Aston Villa got Liverpool after Arsenal and I think I'd like to see a, a weakened Liverpool team you know, who haven't got any Muscarano and that sort of thing. All right. So that ends the first half of Football Small Talk. Uh, in the second half of this festive edition, um, we'll have the debate. Was it right to sack Mark Hughes? Um, best Premiership eleven, uh, left wing. Uh, the Champions League last 16 and predictions. Join the debate at the Football Small Talk Facebook group. So, best Premiership eleven um, this week is left uh, wing. Okay, um, Gary, who are you going for? Right, um, <laughs> you're going to have a laugh. Um, it, it's going to be like uh, Mr. Stuart Downing. Oh, really? <laughs> really? 
Um, you know, he's come back from injury and he's played a handful of games and been outstanding in all of them. Um, it's like he's just not needed any recovery time. He's come straight back in and done mm-hmm. some, such a fantastic job. You know, we've just won the last four games and um, I'd say he's played a big part in the, in, the, in the bits of games that I've actually seen. He's been phenomenal. He's been a bit unlucky in the post and bar a few times. Um, I think he's going to do wonders for us. I, I actually, um, the year and a half ago, I said that he could actually be one of us, like, if he played well, he'd mm. actually play for England on the left, a natural left footer. Right. He's got, he's got a great cross in him. And he did have that one great game for England where he actually did all right. And my mate yeah. laughed me off and said, no. My friend Willis and Joe said, no. Right. If England have him in the team, we're not going to win anything. And maybe think, well, you've got Heskey. Cold. <laughs> I mean, it's hardly, you know, the, yeah, the, the, can't the blame it on him. <laughs> but I mean, you've seen him play then this season a couple of times. I've really sort of watched him. Could he, could he get, could he make a chance to get into the squad with with kind of Ashley Young, Milner? Could you, could could we see that the Aston Villa three Aston Villa wingers in the team? <sighs> it, it'd be nice, but it's difficult. He need, if he can continue this form until the end of the season, then I think he's got a very good chance because he offers a slightly different type of game to the other options. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I think he's good. Myself, I'm actually cool. gonna go for Andre Arshavin. <laughs> Who does he play for? <laughs> what a surprise! <laughs> um, but I personally think technically he's a, he's a left winger. He likes to come in from the left. I thought he was a striker. I thought he was your target striker. man. He's a temporary <laughs> striker. We like to call him. Right. Um, <laughs> because we're running out of strikers so much. Um, yeah, I, but I would have him on the left. Someone who can pick the ball up. He does his damage going into the box from the left side. I think um, he's better at that than he is. I mean, look at the goal against Liverpool. He picked yeah. up on the left side of the pitch, ran in, hit it with his right. <laughs> yeah, Star, yeah. But that's that's how he plays his game. His first goal that he scored for Arsenal. Every goal, In fact, every goal I've ever seen him score, I think, is on the left. Um, he's, so, um, to be honest, he's, he's proven me wrong. I, I really didn't think he would make as big an impact as he has. He's done all right. The only thing is, and I've discussed this with Paul, and I was slating him three weeks ago. And to be mm. fair, Paul then turned and said, no, you're not slating him now. He scored a goal against Liverpool. And Paul's right. I'm like, yeah, great. He's my man. You know, and that's how yeah. the Arsenal fan would be taught thinking. But to be fair, in that game, he had two touches, I think. So he's definitely not right. enough to do the striker's role. He can play loads of the ground and get the ball. Yeah. But he's not strong enough to play that role. He really does need to receive it. Like working with someone like Nasri, or just on the left and the middle side. Somebody can hold it up and just lay it off. Yeah, and I think that like he that. works really well with that. And I think we're just when Bentner comes back, I think you, I think we'll see Arshaman go to the left and coming in a little bit more with obviously hopefully Walcock on the right. But I think you'll see Arshaman coming back to the left and coming in. And best left wing, uh, Paul. Not a great surprise, Ryan Giggs. Um, I think he's having this, this probably the best season, one of his best seasons playing wise at Old Trafford. And uh, if you hold him up to any other left backs in the uh, left midfielders in the league at the moment, uh, performance wise, hold up six of his performances against six of the others. And I think that without doubt, Ryan Giggs deserves to be in uh, anyone's dream team. Debate with Dave and Paul. So the debate this week, Paul. Um, just before Christmas, Mr. Mark Hughes getting sacked. Was it right or was it wrong? I think it's a disgrace and it's disgusting to football. And it's any other aspiring managers out there. I mean, I've been reading up about Brian Clough recently and, you know, what he went through at Derby. 
and Leeds. And, you know, it's made me think about, you know, football management as being, you know, something that someone who's interested in football and liking to guide people, something that to get into in the future. And then when you see stuff like this, it just immediately just makes you realise the politics and just how just disgusting the directors treat their managers. I mean, Mancini was hired since apparently October and he's been staying with one of the directors at his house. Wait, and it's like, it's, it's, uh, I feel bad for Mark Hughes and I feel bad for Manchester City Football Club. I mean, the only way that Mark loses it bad on this is the fact that he didn't sort that team out. You know, do you know what I mean? That's the problem. He didn't sort the team out. And they, they, weren't, they weren't enough patience with him. But they, the problem is he came into the team expecting to, to, to really have uh, Sven-Goran Eriksson's cast off, really, because, you know, that they, they probably would have done. Yeah, they got Rubinho. It still didn't feel right hiring, uh, you know, getting Rubinho at all. Yeah. Um, but Hughes went from a level of Blackburn, not much money, yeah. you know, got a lot out Grinding of him, to a lot of money, which he didn't initially think he'd have, but he had a lot of money. Okay, and it's probably never been able to do that before. It's just never well, had to have that situation. I think if you look, the, the the foundations in place definitely with Man City. They've got some great players there, and it's I don't know probably people are probably bored of hearing about it if you've been following the Mark Hughes story. But the team did need time to gel. Like we were talking about the defence earlier with Lescott and people like that, just saying they're good individuals, but should they be playing as a team? It takes time, in, especially in the defence, to know the other people's minds. I mean, Manchester United, Ferdinand, Vidic, Evra have been playing with each other for years. Gary Neville in there as well. We've been playing with each other for years and stuff. Do you but... think if Rubinho and Ali Bayor and Lescott had performed? I mean, if we're talking no. Ali Bayor has got an extra four or five goals, Rubinho had actually played like he should and Lescott had let those goals in. Do you think we, we wouldn't be saying this? To be fair though, if they'd have got an extra five or four goals, Man City would be winning games 5-4 or 6-5 or... Three two. That's they what I'm still... saying. If Lescott was actually oh, if Lescott, a rock in defence, you definitely. see, that's, that's how I'm looking at it. I think it. another one as well, Gareth Barry. You know, he's got to be held accountable for how the defence works for midfielder. He's a holding midfielder. He's there to bridge the gap between the two. Some would think... say the keeper is the one who needs to organise his defence. Would you believe? True. I mean, ev- everyone loves Shea Given. Have we said one of the, the likable players in the like, league? If yeah, you, if you like. a lot of goals in now. <laughs> but yeah, he's, <laughs> he's starting to let a lot in. But. Um, I think at the end of the day, though, with Mark Hughes, it it'll co- it comes down to I don't know about the players or the team. It comes down to directors and what they really wanted. And... I, I don't think it was fair. I I, I do agree. I, I don't think it was fair. I, I think it was you know, it was very unfair how it was done as well. Apparently, you know, found out the morning of the game. Apparently, found out after the game. You know, he, or you know, apparently he, that was when they were they were going to tell him and that sort of thing. And it's just that's absolutely ridiculous. What? Why treat it like that? You know. Mm. You, you lose to you lose to Tottenham three 0 and then you beat Sunderland. You know you're I think they're eighth, aren't they? Man City. Yeah, so they're, I mean, they're sixth. They're sixth now. So. Oh, before yeah. But, um, the thing is, they said that his um, guide for the season was uh, to be sixth and thirty five points. Apparently. Sixth, sixth, and to uh, reach a cup semi final or win a cup. And so he's done that, and it's it's just ridiculous. But they just know Mark Hughes is not the face for them. Mm. And Mark Hughes has no pedigree of winning a championship. Well, they want Man like City. That. They want someone's going to a Mourinho, basically. He's going to be extravagant, shout, show off the money. But Mark Hughes, he's a he's a proper get to Man United, get to Man hey, United, mate. If I'd be looking at this, I'd be going, right. I wouldn't be taking this as a knock to my confidence. I'd be saying, right. I was lucky. I had all these players anyway. Yeah, it was a time for me to. If there was ever a time for me to go on out there and win it in my first full season, brilliant. But yeah. the dude's got Christmas off now. Mm-hmm. He can take three or four months off football. 
and he can get ready for another position. There will be people He'll lining up to get soon, Mark yeah. Hughes. There'll be even if he goes abroad or whatever, there'll be people asking for Mark Hughes's you know uh, signature because he he can do it. And he did you know. Let's face it, like we said, they've lost two games all season. You know they they started off really well. They only lost to 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 Manchester United. United and Tottenham. That's all it is. And yeah, and a couple Chelsea of lackluster, yeah, lackluster performances. You know, sort of thing. But they were there. You know, compared to what they have been in the past, Man City. That they were they were they were much better. But I just think it wasn't Hughes's time. It wasn't fair how they got rid of him. But it probably wasn't. And he was probably going, shit. I've now got half a billion pounds to spend over the next <laughs> couple of years. They'll want nothing more than us to win the Premiership, and you can't. There's only even even Chelsea, you know, even Man United had a spine before they actually, you know, they might have won out and bought players and that sort of thing, but they have always had that core in there, you know. So there was think, Lampard, Terry, there was Czech at a certain point, and there, you know, and then they built Drogba around that. They bought these players around the same with United. They've always had that before Ronaldo and Rooney. They had that that spine of skulls, gigs, you know, good keeper all the time. They had that Man City kind of. They they weren't as good as those two teams in 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 their yeah, core, they had, you know, but Ireland. they had good players. They'd already rectified certain things with Barry coming in, with Shea given, but the players they brought in around that, it just felt like they had to do it. You know, I've got to get Tevez. You better go and get Addy Bayor. You know, you better go and get Lescott. Look at Lescott. Well, he wanted Terry, but then Terry didn't come, so he had to go. He's by. not stupid. He didn't. He knows he can at least win something with Chelsea. Yeah, I think the, the main thing to come out of this is, you know, it's bad news for Mark Hughes, but whatever. But it's the actual image of Manchester City Football Club now. They just don't you know, do themselves any favours. They were playing nice football. You know, Mark Hughes, likable manager, and uh, well, part with Arsene Wenger. But now, you know, it's it's the club actually itself. You know, I mean, me looking at Manchester City Club, not interested anymore. But I only want to see them fail now. You know, I want to see them fall on their ass. Whereas before, I was, you know, liking the climb, the the, the wins against Chelsea, and you know, I was enjoying that. And now it's sort of spoiled their season for their fans and out people looking from the outside as well. So yeah, so we're hoping that it will be good for for Mark Hughes in yeah. the long run. Man City, though, now as you said, where do they go from here? Well, they'll have to uh, be top four now. I think that's the only thing they can say. They need to be top four. If they're going to sack Mark Hughes, they need to be top four now. It's, it's as simple as that. If that if that's not good enough to be sixth in the league, that that's ridiculous, you know? Yeah, good luck, Manchin. Yeah, good luck. The draw for the Champions League was last week. And, uh, yeah, for the English team and what they got. Um, but we'll, we just get rid of Arsenal, uh, Porto. Um, Porto... Not doing too bad in their league. Uh, the Hulk up front for them. Um, we've actually beaten Porto. They've added, they've added a couple of players to the team since we've, we've beaten them before. But they caused Man United a bit of trouble last year. Can they cause Arsenal trouble this year? I think so. Okay. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> so we'll, uh, um, I, I think we've got the, the home game. I think the, the most important thing will obviously be the, the first game away. I think uh, what we do there, if we can get a 1-1 or a 0-0... For a one-one, I think. Um, but if we can get a result there, I think we could be good for uh, the home game because um, the pressure will be, you know, on them to come and perform. I think. Um, but the most exciting ones, are obviously Mourinho going back to Chelsea. That's a really good one. That's really, really good. I mean, how, how do you think the Chelsea fans are going to react to that? Oh, they love him, don't they? They do love him. They never wanted him to go, did they? No, no, never. And I think it's going to be a very lucky English side that get him back in the future because he's definitely put to come back, isn't he? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Manzini again doesn't do it this year and uh, yeah. Mourinho comes back. So, or Mourinho for Liverpool. 
Makes you think, doesn't it? Uh, that actually needed me to tap my hands. But, but the I game, think this, though, this actual game, yeah, it, it, the, the problem is it is all about Mourinho coming back and nothing to do with the actual game, isn't right. it? Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, the reason right. people don't watch this game, just to see the little snippets of him. Um, I, I think Chelsea are probably too strong, to be honest. For I him. mean, the, the, the Inter Milan voodoo curse of not doing very well in the Champions League. Um, that's actually why Mancini lost his job at mm. Inter Milan, because they just couldn't do it in the Champions League. Um, so... I think I, I think Chelsea would probably be too strong. And again, it's all to do with those the, the game. You know, do, if Inter Milan can maybe they they they've got they've got the skill to get a two 0 win, especially someone like Etu who's played very well against Chelsea before. Yeah. Knows John Terry. He's actually played very well when he's played at Barcelona. You know, yeah. and also they've got Schneider who's pulling the strings for them there. Really, really good. But they they, yeah. they might be able to do it. Mourinho's getting his team together. They didn't do it in the group, but. You're right. You know, he could put so he could throw out some really interesting quotes before. He doesn't like Ancelotti as well, so right. you know, it's all going to be kicking off. But again, it's not the players that do it. You know, I think they do. the thing with Chelsea though, they've got that mix of a very sort of strong British grit of mm-hmm. battling, but also the players who have got enough flair to trouble European type of teams. Mm-hmm. So I think they've mm-hmm. got the right mix to to handle. Strong and flary, some might say. Strong and flary, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Sounds like a pub. <laughs> the strong and the flary, I'll meet you there for a glass of wine. Um, so, yeah, and then the last one, which I've, I'm actually quite excited, you know, as a kind of like, I've, you know, I've, I've been the neutral on this, but um, David Beckham returning to, to Manchester United, which is, for football, it's massive. It is, him coming back yeah. to Old Trafford is unbelievably big. Uh, yet another game where it's not about the teams and all about an individual. Mm-hmm. He might just play um, his own, you know. He's, he, you know, just yeah. eleven against one, you know, just like hi, I'm Beckham, I can well, do this it. This is all. the thing. This is assuming he's actually going to get a kick of the ball because he might just not even get on the pitch. No, he will. Well, I think, I mean, I think he's going to play. I, th- I think he'll play. Apparently, Ronaldinho's starting to get some form again as well. So, right. Pato up front, you know the. You know, I think Gattuso signed another contract to stay. So yeah. they got rid of Zenderos, offloaded into some English team. Um, <laughs> so uh, they got Flamini playing for him as well. So, you know, if, if you know, if Man United don't get their defence sorted, which I'm sure they will by then, but if they don't mm. get their defence sorted and they're playing with, like, say, Rio doesn't get back yet and Vidic is having to play on his own, they, they could cause a, cause a little upset. And maybe Beckham, yeah. free kick. Ten minutes to go. Imagine. Can you imagine the uproar? Yeah. <laughs> he goes yeah. from hero to zero in literally <laughs> one kick. You already no. started writing the uh, the back paper. Oh, I tell you, hero yeah. to zero. That's oh, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> the strong and flary. <laughs> <laughs> strong and flary. Brilliant. Oh dear, the new pub sponsored by Football Small Talk. Um, <laughs> Brilliant, excellent. Well, we look forward to them. Uh, the, the games are in February, so uh, we'll talk about them here at a time. Brilliant. Teams alike. <laughs> predictions. Christmas predictions. Oh, yeah. Yay. I so, had an awful week last week. Didn't I? You did have an awful week. You're now actually two behind, Gary. Oh, no. All right, so we're, we're, it's not looking good for you. But you, you could get quite a few back here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so. Um, Let's uh, ooh, let's do this. So the scores at the moment are: um, I'm on 78, Gary's on 69, minus 
20. Right. <laughs> uh, and Paul, you're on 67, so you're not far off him, okay? Right. A couple of... Uh, maybe we should just stop going for the obvious predictions because at the minute, this league cannot produce them. <laughs> All right? So first off... Birmingham versus Chelsea. Now, Birmingham do intrigue me. Gary, I'm, I'm sure, will be turning around and saying that Birmingham to lose. I'm, be- I'm beating an eight. But right? I think but I think Birmingham will get a result here. I think they're going to get a draw. Really? Mm-hmm. That is a big prediction, that one. Mm-hmm. I think Chelsea will win. Bigger than, say, Man United drawing with Fulham or Portsmouth drawing with Liverpool. So, not too bad. <laughs> Gary? Birmingham to lose. Fulham, Tottenham. This has got tight game, game written all over it. Um, and it's also got um, a draw for me. Uh, I actually, at home, I think Fulham will win. Again. Ooh. Jumping on the bandwagon there. there. Gary? Spurs to win. Uh, oh, dear. Does it go from bad to worse for West Ham? <laughs> West Ham, Portsmouth. I'm, I'm, for me, it's Portsmouth. They, they, they are going to be on such a buzz. Portsmouth. For me as well. Gary? West Ham to win. Okay, Burnley versus Bolton, last game on Premiership on um, Match of the Day. Do you reckon? I don't know. I, I... May not even show it. <laughs> I don't know. They'll show it highlights and text. Um, Burnley for me. I think their home record's too good. Yeah, I, I think a, I think a draw. Oh, draw, draw. Nil, nil, possibly. Gary, draw. Man City versus Stoke. Well, I think they'll, the buzz will be there and I think Man City will get that win. Yeah, I'll go for Man City on that one. Uh, Gary? Man City to win. Um, Ooh, Sunderland versus... The, well, you say out of form, but Evan have actually got a couple of good results in the last few weeks. They haven't got major wins, but what they've done is they've, they've held on against some, some tough teams. Yeah. Um, I mean... Sunderland are just not doing very well at the moment. But no. if this could this be the draw? Think, draw for me. <laughs> I think Sunderland need a win. I predict them to win because they're going to need it okay. at home as well. You can't just will things to happen. But well, no, um, I'm thinking, you know, outside the box. That's where they'll need to score from, yeah. <laughs> um, Gary? Everton to win. Down Ben, outside the six-yard box, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Off the line. Um, Wigan versus Blackburn. Um, Blackburn are in a bit of disarray at the moment. Yeah, Sam Allardyce having his heart thing. And yeah, since uh, and I think the draw with Liverpool, you know, being their only notable result in the last sort of couple of months. Wigan, um, for me. Yeah, Wigan. Gary? Draw. Liverpool versus Wolves. Big game. Um, if, if Liverpool lose to Wolves at Anfield... Then what? What? The, what's left? Well, what is left? You said that against. Um, you actually said that against Birmingham, Birmingham they drew. right? And they drew. So I'm now going to go for a draw. So well done. Thanks for predicting that for me. Ah, what about yourself? Liverpool. Okay, Gary. Liverpool to win. The big one. Arsenal versus Villa. I'm. Game. I'm actually. Are you going to go for Villa? First time this season, other than a win, Arsenal are going to draw this. I think. <laughs> mhm. Okay, I, I think there's not going to be many draws this day. I'm going to go for an Arsenal win. Oh, you're my new best friend. <laughs> Gary? Draw. Oh, you two. Oh. You, you two going for it. No, we can't. I'm sorry. Stick I want, it to I want the, my points. Go with the character. He'll get the points. <laughs> I don't care about the premiership points. I care about prediction points. I don't know what I want to happen. Um, what I think will happen. Hull versus Man United. If you haven't got a defence, I know Hull are bad, but if you haven't got a defence, I, I think you might have enough. But worrying times for you. What do you reckon? Yeah, I'd, I'd kind of hope we can go to Hull. and w- I thought we'd go to Fulham and win, to be fair. But 
I think we've got we've got a couple of people coming back. Maybe not till Boxing Day, but we've got some people coming back in. So uh, yeah, I'll go for Man United. Okay, brilliant. If we lose that, I'm never coming back to this pod ever again. <laughs> and Gary can't handle it. Man United to win. So during the week, we've got Tottenham versus West Ham. Good derby. I think Tottenham have got that one. Gary prediction machine. Spurs to win. Yep, Tottenham. But that, that we're predicting West Ham to lose two in a row again. They're well, gonna, they I, I, are. I'm telling you, we, we actually said that the other day. We said that if Sunderland, I think, uh, Gary, I think Gary's already mentioned a couple of times that Sunderland if, will lose their next two games, which is a bit of a worry because yeah. they'll go further down the table as well. Blackburn versus Sunderland, which is this is the one. I, I personally think Blackburn going to get a win out of this. I think a draw. Okay, then. Uh, Gary. Blackburn to win. Chelsea versus Fulham. I think Chelsea will probably be too strong for this one. I think a draw. Ooh. I think, you know, Chelsea, Fulham definitely <clears throat> ride, can hold yeah. their own against them. Yeah, no, no, no. You, you go, <laughs> so go, go away to Birmingham and win and then stay at home to uh, Fulham and draw. Yeah, I see what you've done there. Um, so, Gary, what do you think? <laughs> Chelsea to win. Uh, Everton versus Burnley. Um, to... Oh, draw, draw for me. What a, what a terrible! There's no highlights there at all. Uh, I'm gonna go for Everton to win. <laughs> oh dear, just, just I'm Gary. And Gary, what do you say? <laughs> draw. Um, Stoke <laughs> versus Birmingham. It gets worse. Uh, up Birmingham for me. I think they're they're just on a high. I think Stoke will win it. I'm putting Birmingham to lose the next two games. The bubble will burst. <laughs> uh, Gary, Birmingham to lose. What a surprise. Uh, Wolves versus Man City. Um, it all depends really on the game. You know, if they draw or lose the, the first game, they could have a shoot one. Well, what they do, one, Wolves so. will put the reserves out against Liverpool and they're under 16s out against Man City yeah. and then bring the first team back the next yeah, week. Yeah, I'm going to go for a draw. <laughs> Man City will win that. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, Gary, what are your thoughts? Man City to win. Okay. <gasps> Villa versus Liverpool. Now, de- depending on what week, results, de- depending on results, Le- Villa can actually go um, ten points clear of Liverpool. Ooh. So, Villa. Scott, I-, I think Villa are going to get it. I-, I hope Villa get it as well. That'd be eight losses for Liverpool. Massive, Gary. What are your thoughts? Oh man, alive. Um... Villa to win. Right. Um, Bolton versus Hull. Oh. Great. Draw. Draw. All I'm, having, I'm giving you a draw. We all got a draw, I think, I think for that one. Gary, what did, you, what did you put for that one? Draw. Could possibly be minus goals each, that one. Yeah, I, I, in fact, they might not even turn up. <laughs> um, do us all a favour. <laughs> Portsmouth versus Arsenal. That's I get a hard one for you. I, I'm Arsenal win that one. I'm going back to winning ways. What are you doing? Draw. Big, right, big. so we'll beat Villa, but we'll <laughs> draw against Portsmouth. Uh, uh, Gary, what are your thoughts it on that? It is the most unpredictable league of the year. It is, yeah. I think, oh, Newcastle are going to win. Oh, they're not even in the league. Arsenal to win. Um, Man United versus Wigan. You should get this at home, I think. Yeah, no, I think I think we should beat Wigan. Um, again, they've had an up and down season, but at home, we should be all right. Brilliant. Uh, Gary, what's your thoughts on that one? Hmm. Man United to win. Excellent. Brilliant. So that does end our podcast for 2009. Just wanted to say thanks for your help, Paul. Thank you thanks, for having uh, me, Dave. Yeah, no, thank, thanks to Gary as well. I think he's got a message for everyone. 
Happy Christmas to one and all. And uh, a happy Christmas to you, Paul. Thanks. <laughs> You're eating the, the buffet that I've placed out here, okay? Merry Christmas um, to everyone else as well. Have a great Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas to everyone um, who follows FST. Um, look out for big things in the new year. Um, join the debates, okay? The more people ask, the more we've got to talk about. <laughs> okay, but enjoy the football over the festive period. And uh, we'll see you in 2010. Goodbye. Bye.